Internal Revenue Service IRS tax news. IRS cautions taxpayers about fake charities and scammers targeting immigrants. IRS tax tip 2021-109, July 28, 2021. The IRS continues to observe criminals using a variety of scams that target honest taxpayers. In some cases, these scams will trick taxpayers into doing something illegal or that ultimately causes them financial harm. These scammers may cause otherwise honest people to do things they don't realize are illegal or prey on their goodwill to steal their money. So note that obviously as more money is going out from the government, from the IRS in the form of stimulus payments, and as they increase refundable portions of, of credits and whatnot, there's going to be an increased amount of scamming that's going to be taking place. And you got to be more vigilant as long as that's going to be the case uh, for the, the scams that could be happening. So here are a couple here are a couple of this year's dirty dozen scams so the dirty dozen scams if you want to see all of them there's a link to them here so we got the fake charities taxpayers should be on the lookout for scammers who set up fake organizations to take advantage of the public's generosity scammers take advantage of charities and disasters so whenever there's a disaster of course they could try to set up a fake charity and try to pick up money from the fake charity now note that if you ever feel pressure that someone's trying to pressure you to give money into the charity which is kind of a standard tactic in any case but if it's public pressure or something like that then what you really want to do generally is say you know give me your information and i'll think about giving money to a charity after i've researched whether or not it's worthwhile to do and and so anytime you feel pressure in a financial situation usually i would uh, say nah i'll do it later <laughs> you know i'll check it out give me your information i'll take a look at it so scams requesting donations for disaster relief efforts are especially common over the phone. Taxpayers should always check out a charity before they donate. Uh, they should not feel pressured to give immediately. And so the phone clearly is going to be a kind of a pressure tactic on it generally. If Again, if you ever feel uncomfortable about the, whether or not it's a legitimate charity or not, I would get their information and then hang up on them, which is difficult if you're talking to like a good scammer because they'll try not to allow you to hang up on them and just say thank you and then, <laughs> then hang up is generally what I would think the best uh, strategy would be. And then obviously you can give to them on their website or something like that. The only reason not to do that that I can ever kind of think of is that I would like to give credit to the individual if they are an honest person and I do decide to give to the charity and they make their money in some commission way on how much they collect from the charity. I'd like them to get that uh, commission. So I, so, and you know, if you do think it's legitimate, you might ask, you know, give me your name and I'll try to refer you to them that, you know, you talk to me or something like that. But in any other case, I think that's the only reason to care, you know, that you should be able to, if they're a legitimate charity, you should be able to look them up on the internet and give them money in fairly easy way. Uh, if, if they're trying to collect money. So in any case, uh, taxpayers who give money or goods to charity may be able to claim a deduction on their federal tax return by reducing the amount of their taxable income. However, to receive a deduction, taxpayers must donate to a qualified charity. So uh, to check status of a charity, they can use the IRS tax-exempt organization search tool. So obviously, when you're giving money to charities, Notice when you give money to people, it probably shouldn't be your, your main goal in, to write it off for charity unless it's a, like a large financial kind of decision. So, I mean, if you wanted to give someone to, money to somebody that clearly needs money and you feel like that, you know, they have an honest, you know, a good purpose for it and you can 
then you know you're not going to get a deduction for it but it is what it is what it is but if part of the selling point is that you get a deduction for for it and they're saying that they're a qualified charity when they're not then they're lying <laughs> in one case and you're not going to get the deduction so you don't you clearly don't want to give it to to that charity so to me to be able to check as to whether a qualified charity is a qualified charity is a check also to see whether or not they are actually an honest charity or not as well as being able to get the deduction if the deduction is going to be something uh, that you can take also note that normally if you give a larger amount to to charity the deduction for charitable deductions are itemized deductions so you don't get them unless you're itemizing not taking the standard deduction now i think there's they had last year i think up to like 300 that you could take above the line without itemizing but it's fairly limited right that's a fairly small amount compared to the compared to the deductions if you were to itemize so just realize that the tax incentive if you don't itemize may not be as great as well but if someone is claiming to be a qualified charity and they're using that as their sales tactic and they're not then obviously they're lying <laughs> and then i wouldn't give money to them and if you want to choose a charity to give money to then seeing whether or not they actually qualify as a charity is at least one check to see whether or not they're legitimate it's not the only check because you probably want to look more into how efficiently they spend their money how much money goes to what they're actually supposed to be giving the charity for and how much goes to like management of the charity or something like that in salaries and whatnot but in any case uh it's also important for taxpayers to remember that they can't deduct gifts to to individuals or to political organizations and candidates here are some tips to help taxpayers avoid fake charity scams individuals should never let any uh caller pressure them a legitimate charity will be happy to get a donation at any time so there's no rush donors are encouraged to take time uh, to do their own research so obviously anytime a charity anything that's basically rushing you this and it's a financial kind of thing then your best thing usually is just simply to walk away from it so confirm the charity is real <clears throat> potential donors should ask the fundraiser for the charity's exact name website and mailing address notice if they don't have a website these days then they're that's pretty ridiculous i mean if you could get one for free <laughs> you know so they should at least have a have a website that you can check out on your own and if you wanted to pay them at a later time through the website you would think they would have a fairly easy process to do so so you would think you'd have more than enough time to do your own research and give to the charity if you want to give to them so they can confirm it later uh, some honest uh, telemarketers use names that should sound like well-known charities to to uh, confuse people so if they use a charity you're like yeah that sounds kind of real but it doesn't sound completely real again you can kind of check that by looking at their website at least right and if they don't have you know they'd have to set up a fake website with a similar kind of name which that would probably throw you off right if someone gave you a name that was similar to the red cross but it wasn't really the red cross and then you looked it up and it was like the red chris or something like that then you know you'd probably see their website doesn't look quite right <laughs> so so be careful about how a donation is made taxpayers shouldn't work with charities that ask for donations by giving numbers from a gift card or by by wiring money so notice if they're trying to get your money from something like a charity or any online scam there's various online scams where they could try to get money uh, over the phone 
And then at the end of the whole process, they say, yeah, and I, we'd like you to give us the money with a gift card. You know, even if even if their whole story was kind of convincing, I was like, man, like I, I saw one where they're, they're saying there's someone, you know, who's in jail in Mexico or something. And you got to give them money now to get bail. It's like, wow, that would be terrible. I should. I mean, but then it's like then they say, yeah, we'd like you to give us the money with a gift card. It's like, well, why would you if someone asked for the money with a gift card? So, I mean, they, obviously, the only reason you want money from a gift card is so that you wouldn't track where the money came from. And that and that's why they can't track it back. So even if something sounds really legitimate and then they want money from a gift card, that should be, that should be an indication that that's, uh, you know, that's something that something's not right there. So that's a scam. It's safest to pay the credit card or check. And clearly on your end, if they're telling you you're going to get a deduction from it then you want to track it. You don't want it to be untrackable. You want to track it because you want to verify to the IRS that you took the deduction and you actually paid the money. Therefore, you want to pay it with a check or a credit card. You don't want to hide the transaction with cash or with, with, a, uh, with, a, with a gift card, right? You want, it, you want it to be as transparent as possible. For more information about fake charities, you can see the Federal Trade Commission website. There's a link to that here. We have the immigrant fraud. IRS impersonators and other scammers often use threats and intimidation to target groups with limited English proficiency. And so the IRS phone impersonator scam uh, remains a common scam. This is, this is where a taxpayer receives a phone call threatening jail time, deportation, or a revocation of a driver's license from someone claiming to be with the IRS. That seems just like a terrible situation. But in any case, the IRS doesn't threaten people like that, you know. They're a bureaucracy, obviously, and they do a very long, very long process generally when they before they before they come after you usually. So again, any kind of pressure pressure type of situation, you know, first thought might be scam, kind of seems kind of scammy. Recent immigrants often are are the most vulnerable. People need to ignore these threats and not encourage the scammers. A taxpayer's first contact with the IRS will usually be be through mail, not over the phone. So obviously, the, the IRS when they contact, usually they do it, you know, the old-fashioned way, long, long, slow correspondence through mail, which they'll follow up for, on every 30 or 60 days. So usually, if the IRS is going to take action, you are well aware that they're going to take action because you've been receiving letters every 30 to 60 days for some time and you know before they move on to whatever the next step will be <laughs> in the process but in any case legitimate irs employees will not threaten to revoke licenses or have a person deported these are scare tactics new uh multilingual resources available the irs has added new features to help those who are more comfortable in a language other than english the schedule lep there's a link to that here allows a taxpayer to select in which language they wish to communicate once they complete and submit the schedule they will receive uh, future communications in that selected language preference. The IRS is providing tax information forms and publications in many languages other than English. IRS Publication 17, Your Federal Income Tax, there's a link to that here, is now available in Spanish, Chinese, Simplified and Traditional, Vietnamese, Korean, and Russian. So there's a link to those items here. There'll be a link to this in the description.